Hey y'all, what's up? It's your girl Krista B from Those Wrestling Girls. Now, if you know me, you know how much of a rock fan I am. And it's been so hard for me to get my hands on an actual rock t-shirt until now. I finally got my rock shirt and I got it from Ripple Junction. Ripple Junction is a team of imaginative pop culture fanatics who creates the planet's most awesome t-shirts and official licensed products. They are armed with all things WWE and it's always some fun, cute designs up there. So you have to go up there. Make sure you go to RippleJunction.com and don't forget to use the code Those Wrestling Girls for 15% off of your purchase. Hope to see you there and you have to let me know what shirts you got. Bye. What's up? We're back. And I mean, when I say we're back, we're literally back in the studio. Oh my gosh, we missed you guys. I can see you, Pete. I know. Oh my gosh. So, like I said, we're back. It's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And today continues our Attitude Era summer series, hence our shirts. Yes. From Attitude Era. Got my Shawn Michaels Got shirt my rock on. shirt. Finally. Finally. Shout out to Ripple Junction on yes. my shirt. Wait, tell them about Ripple Junction real quick. So, y'all. Yeah, I know how it took me forever to find a Ripple Junction shirt. I mean, I'm sorry, a rock shirt. And sure. Ripple Junction literally saved my life. I, love I found it. it. If y'all know me, then y'all know me. <laughs> yeah. You love the rock. I love the rock. Do you smell what the rock is kicking on the back? And if you go to Ripple Junction... You have to use the code Those Wrestling Girls to get fifteen percent off your first purchase. Yes. Go up there, put a shirt, put a shirt on Instagram, tag, tag them, us. tag us, and let them know that we sent you. Fifteen percent off. Who won one fifteen percent off? Right. And you can definitely get attitude ever shirts. Definitely get attitude sure. ever shirts, get new shirts, get any type of yeah. shirt that you over shows and stuff, Dope you mark designs. over everything. So tell them that those wrestling girls sent you. But we're back. We're back. We're continuing our summer our summer series, Attitude Ever Summer Series, and I'm going to let P take it away. So we did Molly Holly, Stephanie, China, Jacqueline, and we kind of just talked our last episode just about women in general. We talked about the hoes. We talked about <laughs> Lily and Garcia. I was here for the hoes. We, we, we was here for them. We was here they for was the having hoes. a good time. Mm-hmm. But now we kind of want to talk about the forgotten women of the Attitude Era. Like the ones, and you actually inspired this episode because you always remember stuff that I don't remember right, right, or right. people that we don't remember. So we thought about women like Tori, Luna, Deborah. Amongst others that Ms. don't Kitty. really get talked about. Yes. Yes. Kitty. Yes. Um, so I want to start off with Tori okay. because I felt like, I don't even want to say her reign or her run because I felt like it was like weeks. Like you saw her. It was like, you did. yeah, like you blinked and she was gone. Mm-hmm. But she was a part of Attitude Ever, believe it or not. She like was. she first debuted. I forgot how she debuted it. I feel like I, I sensed her coming through a crowd. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. how, because Attitude Era, nobody cared at that time. You just want to run up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I feel like she came through a crowd, and next thing you know, she's with Kane. Mm-hmm. And then she, when Kane and X-Pac were like tag teams, but then started feuding or mm-hmm. whatever, Kane, Tori turned her back on Kane, it was with X-Pac. She and then did. she decided to be in DX, and she helped Stephanie win the Women's Champion yep. for the first time. 
Like she was just like a pawn. She was in DX. Like she, she totally was an integral was. part of DX or whatever. Yeah. I, I, I remember Tori mostly in DX and helping Stephanie win the title. Like that's what I remember most. But in those moments, and we've talked about her in our last episode, and you made a good point. Like was she Ch- the replacement for China when China right, left? DX? Right. Was she the woman in the group? But she was cool. Like you know, not. I don't want to say she wasn't as memorable as the other women in Attitude right, right, right. It was like very brief, but shout out to Tori. Right, wherever you are. Right. Wherever you Does are. Does anyone know what Tori's been up to? Like right. please let us know. Because we I had a hard time trying to find what she's what she's been up to lately. Right. But yeah, let us know. So the next person we're gonna talk about is Luna. Now Luna is royalty in wrestling. <sighs> she is. God rest her soul. She is. Um she comes from lineage. She comes from I think of a cone the, family. The, Va- the Vashans, yeah. Yes. Um, I think she's the granddaughter, mm-hmm. or she's the niece. Somebody. She's related she's to She's also a niece, yeah, too. Yeah, she comes from that. She um, trained with Mula. She and did. she was friends with Andre the Giant. She did, which is interesting because she grew up in the business and, right. like, nobody in her family wanted her to be a wrestler. Nobody. <laughs> and that was before, like, it was cool. Like, now we celebrate Natty and Charlotte, like, you know, the next generation of, you know, women, wrestlers. Yeah. But back then, no one really wanted women to get into wrestling. Like, even Andre the Giant was like, no. But, you know, you get the bug. You grow up in the business. You're going to want to do it. Right. And she debuted with Shawn Michaels. Heartbreak dope. Kid at Mania. Oh, my God. Yep. So dope. I found a really cool picture I'm going to put on Twitter for this episode of them. And it's just like when Shawn Michaels used to wear all the chains and stuff. And like she has all the chains. And you know how she had the shaved head and the mohawk. She was like the inventor of the shaved head. Like she You know was. how that hairstyle's coming back. We got to give them to, to Luna. Yeah, because... she was very edgy during mm-hmm. that time. And she was real, I don't want to say crazy, but... Crazy in a good way. Yeah, yeah. Like, her voice was so different. Like, oh, it was real gosh. raspy. Like, you were scared to probably talk to her. <laughs> I know I would have been. I'd be like, hey, sis, you yep. good? All right. We, we good, mm-hmm. right? Okay. We good. All right. Um, and then when she got in the ring, like, Jesus, she was unmatched. Yeah. Before China came along, there was Luna. Yeah unmatched like her strength oh my gosh she was really good and she was like an actual wrestler and i can hear her voice when i look at pictures of her (laughs) like i really really could but she um so we're talking about the attitude era because she was definitely in the attitude era but she was in um wwf and back in 92 with Shawn michaels like you said and um she feuded with sensational sherry who i Mm -hmm. think is another woman that's very underrated and i think she should get talked about a lot more she should she should get talked about a lot more sensational sherry she was just like the valets of valets Mm -hmm. like it was miss elizabeth was the angel on your shoulder sensational sherry was (laughs) the devil on your shoulder that is and it so was like perfect. you couldn't. It was like yin and yang. You couldn't have one without the other. Mm-hmm. So it was just. It worked. It totally it worked. worked. And her fuse were amazing. Like Always we should good. definitely go to do an episode on. I Sherry. would love to do that too because um, she was a good manager. She managed a lot of people like Shawn Michaels and even like Harlem Heat and WCW and Macho Man Randy Savage. Yes, that epic storyline mm-hmm. with Miss Elizabeth. I love. Mm-hmm. Oh God, that's like classic. Mm-hmm classic shit right there but um so yeah so they feuded which was good but then they ended up leaving the company but and i didn't realize also she had like a little 
romance with Bam Bam Bigelow. Sure did. <laughs> sure did. Yes, she did. Mm-hmm. They love their romantic They love their romantic story. But it worked. It did. It, you like, it did. I feel like everything in Attitude ever worked. Like, even looking back at it now, even though some things is cringeworthy, be like, mm-hmm. we watched that? Oh, my God. Like, what are they thinking? Yeah. They still worked. Mm-hmm. Now, it's like you forcing stuff. And I feel like they're forcing yeah, more stuff together I because agree. a lot of the wrestlers are not around because of COVID, mm-hmm. because they want to protect themselves, protect their families, yeah. you know. Because Extreme Horror, Extreme Rules Horror Show, like Stephanie said, it was a horror <laughs> show. Not just for that Sasha Oscar match, the Bray and Braun match. It was a match. lot going on. It didn't make sense. There were a lot of botches. We're not even going to talk about Ray Mysterio's eye. Oh, my God. I was like, did they just... <laughs> we should do a sound Mm-mm. off recap on Extreme Rules because... I still got to wrap my mind around it before I do anybody's right. sound off. Because <laughs> it just pisses me off. And but, like, you're not going to let Ray go out like that. I know. And I like what you said about how things just worked in the Attitude Era because in that time frame, it worked because that was the 90s and the 2000s. Like, shit like this just don't work anymore. Don't work. Kayfabe is the, the, not a thing anymore. It's really not. Like, were we really supposed to believe that Rey Mysterio lost his eye? You know what's crazy? I knew he was going to lose his eye <laughs> when he took the fucking patch off and his eye, was, the, the covering was already on it, like the white, mm-hmm. like, bro. Yeah. And it's like, how many times are we going to see Rey Mysterio get, like, killed? Right. <laughs> and then thrown off a roof. Not to be thrown <laughs> off of a roof. Lost his eye. All that, like. All right, Ray, we get it. You're, you're one of the greatest. Stop trying to having to prove yourself. I know. But I thought, okay, wait. Sorry, I was about to go into extreme rules. But, um, <laughs> oh, fun fact about Luna that I found out when I was reading up on her is that she's the first woman to appear in a video game, a video, WWF video game. That's, I think I remember that. And she was in WWF Raw. Mm. And I was like, that is so cool. And, like, because she was so outlandish with how she looked, like, I could totally see her being in a video game. Yeah, like, she looked like a video game character. Yeah. She went about like a video game character instead of being, like, all pixelated and shit. But <laughs> no, I was thinking about the how. Yeah, like, how it looked. Used to look. <laughs> Yo, I had a Game Boy Color oh, and I had I WrestleMania those. 2000. <gasps> That was that like game. legit the only that and the Rugrats game were the only two games I played on my oh, Game Boy really? Color. I, I kid had you Pokemon. not. I was like a Pokemon fan. I only watched it on TV. <laughs> Couldn't do everything else. But yeah, so to see, I can only imagine if they brought Luna back now mm. to see how right. detailed her character would be because she had the tack, the vein tattoos yes. on her face and on her and head. Just, she was just so I think ahead of her time yeah. because now you see characters like Nikki Cross and other women that are allowed to be you know crazy like that and you know she, I think she was more ahead of that you mm-hmm. know, but she did come back in '97 and that's when she did her stuff with Goldust, which is kind of we talked about in our last episode, but that's when. Goldust did a lot of the dominatrix type stuff, and they would dress up in other gimmicks and drag, and, and, drag and um, that's when he did the New Year's baby thing. Goldust did a lot of crazy stuff back in the Attitude Era, and but he's still going, still going strong. Shout out to Goldust, uh, aka Dustin Rhodes. Yes, because he's not, he's not Goldie. Oh right. right, y'all need to just come back. Like, no, I know. <laughs> that's it. Just come back, and that, I've always had a thing for Goldust. I always, always liked him. Like, I've never I always liked him. Not like Goldust. I've never 
thought it was weird. Mm-hmm. I've nothing. I've always Same. had things for gold dust. Even as a kid, and I think that's like the innocence of kids. Like I, we never thought to look at him as like like him dressed weird. up as girl clothes. I, I, yeah, like you said, like I always liked him, and we're gonna actually talk about him a lot in this episode because he was big in the Attitude Era. He was like one of the first like really risque like characters, and he was with Luna. And um, they had a match at Mania with uh, Sable against Sable and Mark Merrow. Mm-hmm. I think I saw that match. I think I remember it. Yeah. But don't give me the lie because it's a lot of wrestling stuff to really remember I know, right? all the time. I know. Like, I feel like I kind of remember that only because Sable was involved. And back then, like, Sable was, like, really. Sable was it. If you ain't yeah, catch nothing Sable did, then right. don't talk to me for the next day. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and then they had an evening gown match at Unforgiven. And Luna ended up winning. So, yes, she won. I think she won against Sable. Mm-hmm. She ripped Sable to shreds. Yes, she definitely did. And uh, FYI, throughout this episode, you're going to hear a lot of interesting style matches that women had during this time, mm-hmm. including even evening gown matches were very frequent and popular back in the day. It was. I, remember I wonder if those they were vividly. like really expensive dresses. Right, because they ripped pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, like pretty, pretty easily. Pretty easily. Um, so interesting, um, tea about Luna is that her and Sable did not get along at all. Nobody got along with Sable. Yeah. She kind of got popular. This is what they say. Whatever. I don't know. I believe it. That when she got, cause she did get extremely popular out of nowhere. She wasn't supposed to be a wrestler at all. Um, and she got very popular really fast and supposedly she became a little bit of a diva backstage. But what sucks about this is that Sable is not a wrestler, Mm -mm. but yet you're getting given championships and now you have to have wrestling matches so someone like luna is put in the ring to make someone like sable look good and i can see that being frustrating like you're you know coming that's like charlotte flair having to put over you know someone that doesn't wrestle to be champion and then they're also difficult to work with right 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 so i always found that interesting and i think that led to luna eventually leaving but before we get there, she did do some more stuff after she stopped working with Sable. She's a part of the oddities. Yes, yes, And I yes. love the music. Oh, my it God. It wasn't even like music. It was like sounds, bells, even... and whistles. It was just like you heard the the whistle go, yes. and then you they come out, and they'll be waving their hands <laughs> and dancing and whatnot. And I think they actually I think they actually danced with Too Cool at one point. Oh, my God. In the ring, I oh, think so. Oh, yes. I got to find that mm-hmm. YouTube clip. They were fun. Mm-hmm. I remember them being really fun, and I remember... Always trying to remember each one because each one was like where you had the giant and they were definitely a group of oddities and Luna fit right in. She did. <laughs> she did. Even Sable joined the oddities at one at point. At one point, which she is did. Very, very strange. But that de- it's the attitude of a strange mm, things strange happen. Strange things happen. Besides, you know, it fucking us up. Yep. <laughs> uh, so That's going to be our new punchline. Oh, we got to get teachers, mate. They attitude. should be like gray with like pink. In black that says like that. That is what I write. Then on the back, fucked yes. us up. Yeah. Oh, with yes. our have with our yes. logo. Oh, I, I actually really love that. We gotta remember we, that. Oh, I'll remember it because people already started being like the attitude era fucked us. Thanks, Krista B. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Listen, y'all know I just keep it real, one hundred all the time. Yes. Attitude era fucked us up. It, I mean. I mean, we're talking about dominatrix characters. We're talking about drag and even even again. And all these specialty matches we're going to mention in this episode end with stripping of clothes, by the way. So uh, whether it's a chocolate pudding match, a, yep, this is, that was a thing. Yep, you guys definitely got an eye infection. Oh, gosh. 
when her, yeah, when Vicky threw her in there, oh, Stephanie man. caught a whole eye infection. Oh, God. Because she was like, it was people's mushing it with their feet. Oh, my God. And there was some other stuff mixed that. in that. Uh, I don't even want to know. Stephanie takes it on the channel all the time. Yo, she really does. You a G, Steph. You a G. Yo, check out our Stephanie episode, mm-hmm. though. Stephanie, you check out our Stephanie episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Please and thank you. Yes, please do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Um, Oh, so Luna had matches against Jacqueline. And then remember Gilbert? Yes. How can you forget (laughs) Gilbert? I know. Because Gilbert came out as the... The Goldberg. <laughs> well, he's going to fight somebody big and tough and strong. And there was Gilbert. Yeah. And he did the whole Goldberg intro. So all funny. of that. And all I didn't that. know, because I didn't watch WCW growing up, I didn't know he was a parody of somebody else. Oh, I knew that. I was. I just was like, oh, that's Gilbert. Like, he's No, I Gilbert. knew who was a parody. Because my friends also watched WCW. Mm. My my ex at the time, we were kids, y'all. It don't even matter. <laughs> He was just like, oh, my gosh, you have to watch WCW for Goldberg and Sting. And I'm like, boo. Mm, but I Hogan and and and, and uh, the NWO and boo. I'm like, about your, like, I don't care about that. Like, he, about, like he used to come out with his action figures. And oh, I it was some WCW ones. And I was just like, not playing with those. <laughs> Go give me that Eddie Guerrero or that uh, Chris Benoit. For real. And also, a lot of women that we're going to talk about tonight did do stints in WCW at some point, including Luna. Yeah. But, um, so she feuded with Jacqueline. She had matches with Gilbert. She beat him, actually. And then she took a hiatus, came back. Time out. Who didn't beat Gilbert? Right. Okay. I don't think he beat anybody. Right. He should still be in the Hall of Fame, though. I ain't going to hold you. I mean, I remember him vividly. Right. Like, he was funny as hell, and... It's all about that Attitude Era, Monday Night Wars vibe. Like, I'm all, all the way all in for, for that. it. But um, she feuds with Ivory when she comes back, um, more in that crazy role. And then she starts managing Grit and Grow, which I, for some reason, I don't know if I have a blind spot. I never remembered that until I started, you know, looking up more stuff in the Attitude Era again. But that was dope as fuck. Her, yeah, when she came, when the... Yeah, I remember. Like the them bruise. as vampires, they could have dis- they could have did that for a longer time. But is wasn't Gangrel dating Luna in real life or married to I Luna? I think someone did say that. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they definitely were. They, they definitely were. were. What a cool couple. Though. Yeah, I know, right? Too bad. <laughs> too bad she's no longer here. But right, right, that right. Would've... They need to do a dark side of the ring. They one should. On Luna. I would love because she definitely had her issues. Um, this is a spotlight episode, but I do, you know, she has left promotions supposedly because she was, you know, had her own personal issues, her but own vices. that, yes, but I feel like that doesn't take away from her talent, her talent. And I think she contributed a lot. It's unfortunate that her legacy isn't looked at better, mm-hmm. you know, but, um, she did have a survivor series match with uh her Jackie Ivory Terry against Tori Mula, Deborah and Mae Young. So that was something which I, I, I remember that match also vividly for some reason. I don't. <laughs> Survivor Series is my favorite pay-per-view. I don't remember that match. <laughs> uh I think Mula's team ended up winning and then in Royal Rumble and this is interesting. In 2000, she was involved in a swimsuit contest, but she refused to take her gown off. In so a ring. She, yeah. yeah and that, that was actually kind of mirroring how she felt that 
it was becoming too sexualized, mm-hmm. which is, of course, one of the major criticism of the attitude I run. And, you know, she's a wrestler. She comes from a wrestling family, and she's she didn't come here to, you know, strip her clothes. She feuded with Jackie for a little while, but then she was released in 2000. 2000. But yep. I think her legacy is definitely a good one. I think if anybody wants to do, like, a big character or wants to be larger than life, male or female, I think you could look to Luna mm-hmm. for agree. some inspiration. I agree. Next on the list, we have. Wait, let's see who we got on this list before. I might want to jump and come back. I know, right? Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let's do Terry because we can't do Luna and then skip right Terry. Like Terry got to come after the Gold Dust connection, right? Like so, as you all know, Terry debuted as Gold Dust's manager in '96. Mm -hmm. She's also his wife at the time. Yes, she was. Um, cigar smoking, gold wearing, uh, seductive. She was very swaggy. Very swaggy. I have to the, give that to her. Furs. She, yes. She like, even when they came to Brooklyn, phenomenal. she came out in a fur. Did right. she not? She definitely yes, did. Yes, she did. And it was nice to see her mm-hmm. and see them give her a little bit of props. Mm-hmm. For real, for real. Because she was, and someone made a good point on Twitter that she was in the company from 96 to 2004, which she is was. kind that's of, that's a long Compared time. to all the women, we're t- even China or a lot of women we talk about, that's a long time. That's a long time. Like, for real. Definitely, that's like, yeah, that's that's too many numbers to count. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she um, she's been in the company for a while. She mm-hmm. definitely debuted in '96 and Royal Rumble. She was a part of um, the feud between Goldust and Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. Brian Pillman. Yes, she was. Um, sent Goldust. <laughs> <laughs> She sent Goldust a picture of her strapped to a bed. He soon died after. Brian Pillman did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he, so uh, we mentioned this in our last episode that in a lot of storylines, women were used as like property or like they were punished for things or like you, I'm going to give you to this person if you do this. So in Brian Pillman's feud and Goldust's feud, so another interesting thing that I learned in Goldust's book is that Terry Runnels and and Brian Pillman used to date prior, so when they had a storyline together, it was kind of awkward because now she's married to Goldust, right? So they were still in this awkward ass storyline, and and Brian Pillman kidnaps. I don't know if he kidnaps her, but I know I know he gets possession of Terry and starts sending pictures, and and I'm like, this is so attitude. Well, honestly, I can't even say this is attitude her because we've had a few wife storylines recently. Yeah, but it was nothing compared to right. what it is yeah. now, like what it was then. So yeah. that was definitely attitude era, right. <laughs> and it was okay at that time because the nineties was weird as fuck. The nineties was weird, but it was also the best time. Oh, yes. Like if you're not a nineties kid, we feel sorry know. for you. We just don't know. Like the nineties was the best it ever. It really was, and wrestling was definitely a huge reason why I think too. Definitely. Like, that was such a cool era. And a lot of these things would, could have only happened. <laughs> like, during attitude, attitude era. era. Without no censorship or, right. you know. Cancel parties and shit. Yeah, all that. Cancel culture is real. Yes. But, um, and then after becoming, or after she stopped being Goldust's manager for whatever reason, she joins PMS. Pretty Mean mm-hmm. Sisters. And I'm just like, did they really name this group PMS? Yes, they did. Like, even at yes, eight, I knew what PMS yes, was. Yes, and I was probably like, okay. Right, like, <laughs> here we go. Like, All right. And that group, it was Ivory. And that was Jacqueline. No, Jacqueline. And it wasn't three of them? Something Shamrock. 
Ryan. Ryan Shamrock, yes, yes. But yes, Ryan yes, Shamrock yes. wasn't even a wrestler. She was not a wrestler. A lot of Ken women Shamrock in the attitude sister. Are wrestlers, yeah. And if you mess with Ken Shamrock's sister, <laughs> Ken Shamrock is nobody to mess with. Not at all. Not at all. Nobody to mess with. Oh, man. Not at all. But that group, so we talked about a lot in our Jacqueline episode, but that group was mainly these people. They were, I guess, pretty mean sisters where they would manipulate men, distract men, tire them out before matches. But Terry particularly was Val Venus's girlfriend, and she gets pregnant, and he dumps her, mm-hmm. which leads to other feuds. Um, and then that's when she joins force with Jacqueline because she also just left Mark Merrill. So they're like, all right, we alone. We're going to join up. But then she realizes, well, no, she fakes the pregnancy. That leads to a feud with D'Lo Brown and Mark Henry and Val Venus. And it just was very, I don't even know how to explain it. Like, I couldn't barely follow it as a kid. It was an entanglement. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Terry had an entanglement. There's a lot of entanglement in WWE you ain't never lied. Like, they had love slaves, meat. I remember meat. Like <laughs> they would force him to have sex with them. Yes, uh, these 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 are our storylines. She suffers a fake miscarriage when she's with <laughs> D Lo Brown and Mark Henry. Oh Jesus. Like yep. broke up because Terry was too into meat. Yeah. Jacqueline um, was like, You are too if I you're too into him, you're not focused on what gotta be focused on, so we're done. Which is weird. And then also what I learned that I also forgot about is that she managed the Hardys at one point. She managed Edge and Christian at one point. And then she had an invitational that kind of was a part of like that feud that turned into those classic TLC matches. Oh, so Terry's a... Shout out to you, Terry. Right, and they don't mention that. They don't. Y'all need to give her her flowers, like dead ass. And she got put through a table by Bubba Ray. She did. Shout out to all the women that got put, put through a table, table by Bubba Ray back in those days. Put through a table, period. period but by the Dudley right. boys. Oh, God. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Then she feuded with Cat, with the cat. Um, and she was accompanied by Moolah. They had a cat fight, and it ended with them stripping each other naked, as did most of these matches back then. And they also had a thong stink face match as I well. That. Yes, mm-hmm. I remember that. Was that. A thing. that was a thing, you guys. Yes, don't was. don't hit up Twitter and ask them for it now. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's definitely not. It's definitely not gonna happen. But. I don't remember her with Perry Saturn. Okay, this is where I come in at. Okay, please. <laughs> I was like, really? So, the Radicals come in. Mm-hmm. They debut. Um, I believe I forget who was fighting, but I know one of them went. The person in the ring went to the side and saw Eddie Guerrero and Dean Malenko and Chris Benoit and Perry Saturn. Mm-hmm. And they started to pick a fight with them. And they jumped over, you know, as the Radicals. They didn't oh, yeah. care. They were fighting. So, after a while... The two, the four split up. So it was Kristen, Eddie, Perry, and Dean. And then um, Dean and, like, Terry will always come out and Perry will always catch her attention. And sometimes it will fuck up their matches. And then, you know, he, you know, Perry, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, you know. But then Perry and Terry, huh? Perry and Terry. Yeah, we came together. Like, it became an item. Then they tried, it was parts where they were trying to go on dates and, Try to hook up Dean Malenko with some people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they were together in the show. 
Um, and then after a while, you didn't see Perry Saturn anymore, and then you no. stopped seeing Dean Malenko. Yeah, and so then, then he, he went f- through that moppy phase. He oh yeah, left he left Terry, Terry for, for the mop because <laughs> he got hit in the head. Poor thing. Yeah, he left Terry for the mop. Does she um, like? I, I'm just, I'm just like, what? <laughs> when you think about error. it, yes, yeah, he like, fell in love with a mop. A mop, y'all. And that is the last, that's like the most vivid Perry Saturn memory that I have in my head. Right. Which called her sucks. name, the mop name was Moppy. Moppy, you guys. yep. Mm-hmm. She had a name. Mm-hmm. And then um, had to find something to do. So then Raven debuted during that whole ECW, yeah. um, WCW alliance phase. Yep. And Terry starts to manage Raven. Now, Raven mm-hmm. was like the sting of ECW because mm-hmm. he was like really dark. Yeah. Really brooding. Brooding. Like always in the stands, wanting to be by himself, mm-hmm. you know. So that's how that happened. And then she becomes the 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 host of Excess in 2001. Yeah, they had like weird online. They weren't weird. I shouldn't say weird, but WWE was kind of on it with the digital shows, mm-hmm. I guess. So Trish Stratus hosted it, and then Terry hosted it for a little while, and then she feuded with Trish. Right. And they had a t-shirt contest. Yep. I think, what is that, four or five specialty matches we've mentioned now that are just ridiculous. It's too much. That, can't that are not count. wrestling matches. Um, and shout out to Terry. Also, she held the Hardcore Championship She during sure her time. did. Yes, she did. She, was she hard- definitely did. I don't know if she was the very first woman Hardcore Champion. I think she was. I believe she was, believe to she be was. honest with you. I don't think many women won the, uh, well, one of Godfather's hosts, shout out to her, <laughs> won the um, oh, yeah, she Hardcore did. Championship. And then she came back for Raw 25, and you were there, right? Yeah. You weren't there with me? No, I wasn't. Who was I with? Oh, damn. I wasn't there. I think I was with Cha-Cha. Shout out to Cha-Cha. <laughs> yes, the homie. The homie, the cousin. Um, Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Raw 25. I could have sworn you was there because that's Mm-mm. when Austin came. No, that was at MSG last September. September, right. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. Wow, I can't believe that's already going to be a year oh ago. I don't even know when's the next time we're going to be at a wrestling show. But <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else. Bring wrestling back, y'all. Yes. Bring wrestling back. <laughs> I miss it. Um, yeah, she popped out at Raw 25 looking mm-hmm. as fabulous With as ever. Her on. Oh, and fun fact, the reason why her character dressed the way she did and smoked cigars is because Terry Reynolds loved to smoke cigars, which I just thought that was a cool fun fact. That's cool for a female. Right? And they added it into the character. And she, again, she had the director's chair. She emulated it. She like, was that just, was it. she was the shit back she then. Embodied she embodied that shit. Yeah, when she debuted. Shout out to Terry Reynolds. Shout out to Terry Reynolds. So, we have two more left. Okay. And I'm trying to see, should it be Miss Kitty we talk about first, or Deborah? Let's save Deborah for last, because she, I remember her the most. Yeah, I like, mean. she left the biggest impression on me for some I feel reason. like we can handle them together. Yeah, because yeah, they were kind of they were t- intertwined. A, 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 yeah, yeah, you're so right about that. So Deborah, besides being known as the former wife of Stone Cold Steve Austin, mm-hmm. she was uh, the valet or the manager of Jeff Jarrett. Mm-hmm. She now, was at first his business manager, and she used to wear like the business suits and stuff. And I remember that vividly because I've always been like a blazer person, so I used to like how she wore like the skirt suits. But of course, like the blazer the that came right under the and boobs, then, of and of course, up. her bra had mm-hmm. to show just a little just bit. A little. But I always and she, she rocked it. Oh yeah, I, was say, I always thought she looked super cute. She rocked it. Yep. Um, she started off um as a manager for Jeff Jarrett, and then Jeff Jarrett started treating her like trash. Yeah. 
And she used to walk is, around with the clipboard at first. And, and then this is what kind of brought China into the mix. Mm-hmm. China was just mm-hmm. like, how do you, you don't treat a woman this yes. way. You don't do this, that, and third. Hence comes the everything. <laughs> <laughs> the, the kitchen, the kitchen of fight. I can't remember it. I can't remember the whole name, but everything but the kitchen mm-hmm. sink. Or the housekeeping match. Yes, some shit yes, like that. Yes, yes, Y'all know what we're talking about. Y'all saw the China episode. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, that it came. That's when it mm-hmm. came, and then that's when Deborah started to like find her own footing yep. and stand up for herself. Which I like to and see. And Stone Cold Steve Austin also came out to save De- to save Deborah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Jarrett was about to hit her over the head with a guitar. Oh my god! Again. And Stone Cold Steve Austin came out, gave a stunner. Mm-hmm. And I think at that time, them two was dating in real life. Probably, I think yeah, because so because Steph- Stone Cold doesn't come out to say I any know, randoms, right? Oh, any man. randoms, like <sighs> all right, you're gonna okay, cool. So then after that. Jeff Jarrett leaves or he goes wherever he oh, goes. Oh, and then another thing, just to go back to mm-hmm. some stuff that we talked about in the Real Talk episode, is that when Jeff lost matches, sometimes he would make Deborah strip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked about that? Uh, we had mentioned some of the misogynistic storylines, especially the ones that Jeff Jarrett was a part of. But that is just, it's just like, and it seemed like, you know, you're watching this, it's normal, but then when you really think about it, it's like, this is how women were like, you know, really projected. And then, of course, I can't think about Deborah without thinking about puppies. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Jerry the King Lawler. I'm not going to hold you. I was here for the puppies, too. I mean, I was, it was fun back, back then. then. It was fun back it was then. So now fun. it's just like, really? Is this is this what we're doing? Is this what we're going to continue to yes. talk about, but, focus and on? And girls, like we said, were always stripped. Like, it was, a, it was a thing. Like, every week you at least saw at least two pair of boobs sometimes. Like, there was some sort of stripping. Even the men, there was some sort of, you know, raunchiness. Within, either with audience members, yes. the wrestlers, the talent. Yes. Sexual innuendos <laughs> all over the place. May Young. Oh, gosh. Yes. We definitely have to do a spotlight yeah. on May Young. Yeah, we should totally do that. Um, and then I learned, too, that it was Road Dog that originated the term puppies at first. I said it the first time. And then the king just sort of, like, ran with it. And I was like. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, I thought it was king. just say me, too. And he just kind of, like, you know, made it his own. I mean, well, it makes sense because Road Dog and Jeff Jarrett was. Yeah. They were kind of like a and tag Road Dog team. was funny back then. Road Dog is still funny. He's hilarious. He is funny. Big part of the attitude. Yeah, attitude. shout out to you, Road Dog. You yes. was like my favorite D Generation. I remember. Me too. Like I love doing his entrance. Like I would go to school and and all the be, time like, singing it in my head all the time. All the time. They were, and then yeah. when they came out, oh, man, was one fame. of my favorite parts of Hall of Fame. Oh my god, we got to see we got them. to see D That was one of the best Hall of Fame classes. That we were able to be a part of, like right. for real, for real, right. like Harlem Heat, Bret Hart and Anvil, DX, DX, um, the Butcher, the Barber, yes, the Barber. I said the Butcher, Lord, uh, Brut, Brutus, Brutus. All right, anyway, back to what we were talking about. <laughs> um, yeah. So then Deborah started to kind of find her fit in, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. when she was starting to find her foot in. Miss Kitty came. That yes. was Jeff Jarrett's way of making it up to her. Yes. By making giving her an assistant. Giving her an assistant. So it was just, just like cat. and she was just like, wait a minute, what? So Miss Kitty came out dressed like her, walked like mm-hmm. her, talked like her, stood next to her. And then after that, after a while, you know, she started to China started to, you know, interfere again, mm-hmm. whatnot. 
Oh, no, China was interfering while Miss Kitty was there because I remember Miss Kitty, like, being all caught up in yeah. that that match, and it was, like, every type of food and all that yeah. stuff, but she was covered <laughs> in as well, and she got tired of it. Yeah, she did. So it was just, like, mm, okay, so then Deborah went off, disappeared to wherever she disappeared to, mm-hmm. and then she um ended up with Stone Cold. But we also, I just saw right here that, I forget that how close she was to Owen Hart. Yeah. Because Deborah, Owen Hart right? and Jeff Jarrett were tag teams. And when he died, I they think didn't she was know. She managing them. She at was the managing time. them at the time, yeah. They didn't know because he yeah. had a separate match. And when they took him out, they didn't tell him until after his match with Jeff Jarrett's match was over. And then the next day on Raw, you just see Deborah crying. She's like, I just saw you. Mm-hmm. You were just here. It makes you, that's what puts in perspective. Like, Going yeah. to heartbeat. Right. Oh, my gosh. And it's still crazy to think of, like, everything that happened the night that Owen died, like, how everything continued. Like, her and Jeff were supposed to just act like, you know, like. Well, they didn't <laughs> you know. know. After, you know, they, yeah, they were supposed to just be like, okay, well, you know, next. And then go to work the next day and, you know, have to to do that. But she was definitely, um, she was definitely a part of that. And mm-hmm. she was a former champion. Yep. Um, and guess what kind of match she won to become champion? Um, let me guess. Evening gown match? <laughs> yes. Jesus. And what's interesting about the championship during this time, which is fascinating, is that a lot of non-wrestlers were champion. Mm-hmm. Like Deborah, like Sable, like the cat, like, um, you know, others. <laughs> others. <laughs> I mean, we had Molly Holly. We had Molly Holly. We had Jack. they were wrestlers. They were wrestlers. Like, there was a lot. It, there were a lot of non-wrestlers or were... Mm-hmm. Just to say that they got it to mm-hmm. just make, you know, spruce it up a bit. But, um, yep. yeah, like, she won that match, and I'm just like, and I, th- I think that's because Sable was over it at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, Sable was just like, first, I think, I personally feel like Sable saw Deborah's competition, for one. Yeah, I heard it was very competitive with the women backstage during that time. Um, And then, too, it was just like, why am I still showing assets? Like, Sable proved that she can wrestle. Mm-hmm. Like, she can do a couple of She can of do moves. a little something, something. Yeah, like, I'm and not she was super popular, boots. you know? Like, you can't deny how popular Sable was. And I'm pretty sure if she would have wrestled somebody and used them legs, because she has some long mm-hmm. legs, um, to put in a, a, a headlock or something, mm-hmm. nobody would have booed her. No, definitely not. Definitely. No one was booing Sable back then. Like, yeah. for real, for real. Um, but Deborah, I mean, she, that's pretty much everything that Deborah did. But I think, I don't know why she made such an impression on me, but she was with the company for a few years. She had a Attitude feud with era. Stephanie, too. She had a feud with Stephanie. She had a feud with Ivory. Uh, she was a she was a big part of it. And then she was with Stone Cold during when he was a heel and they did a lot of comedy stuff. Like she and they had, were married. They were married at the time and she would bake these nasty cookies and it was like a like a joke that every she would be like, you know, you wanna try my cookies? And I was like, Oh, I kinda remember that. But mm-hmm. and then she left. Um, in 2002, but, and now she does like, I think real estate, but I know she did really good after, like for herself mm-hmm. after wrestling, but I'll always remember Deborah when I think about the Attitude Era. Definitely. You can know what you can't. Right. And to close us out is Miss Kitty. Like mm. we were talking about her before. They really went hand in hand. They really but did. But I feel bad because Kitty didn't have her own personality. She didn't. Cause as soon as she started managing China, she started dressing like China. She started she even dyed her hair black. She dyed her hair black or war wig, whatever. Right. And, uh, on. and then, come to find out, she was married to the king. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, when she left, King was like, listen, either you bring her back or I'm gone. Vince was like, deuces. Yep. <laughs> King was like, right back at you. I'm out. And he definitely, he and definitely he did. left when like, she left. He ride, he rolled for his wife. He did. Then and they got a divorce. He came back. And then he came back <laughs> and he had, he was been here. So. He's been here. <laughs> um, yeah, but Miss Kitty, she's forgotten in this sense, because you, people really don't mention her, they you don't. know. But they, she's also, she was definitely in the bubble wrap match. She definitely wore a bubble wrap bikini. Yeah. And she was in a lot of these matches that we talked about. Evening gown. Uh, she was in evening gown matches, evening gown pool matches, which is different, apparently. She was in a chocolate pudding match. She was in that bikini contest, and she won in a bubble wrap. No, she didn't win. I'm sorry. Mae Young won, but she was in a bubble wrap bikini then she also was in a snow bunny lumberjill match where they were in a fake pool with snow. And, yep. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we mentioned already the thong stink face match. Yeah. And she was only with the company for, like, what, two years? If that. But yeah. how disgusting. Right. And perverted. <laughs> I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> Like, it's just so draining. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. so draining. I mean, like I said, Adderall fucked us up. It did. Because back then, we were for it. We I'm not going to sit here and lie and say time. that I wasn't. But now it's just like, yo, you really have to be a sick freak to really sit and enjoy watching these women <laughs> and and. Bubble strap, ma- bubble, <laughs> bubble wrap matches. Oh my god! And and stink face <laughs> matches and and evening gowns and chocolate pudding mm-hmm. and this is why I'm glad China stood up for Me what she too. stood up and for. And she was involved in a lot of the you know stripping and everything, but she was strong and she was a wrestler and she wrestled men and we took her seriously. And now it's so hard to think about. Like, I can never see the women objectified now in that way. Like, they have proven themselves to be, like, legit athletes. Like, mm-hmm. I can never see, like, Sasha Banks. Like, they're just, like, stripping. And then, like, that's that's how I got my championship. Like, now I'm going to put on a five-star match, just like the men. Let's not use Sasha Banks because she just did not deliver on Sunday for me. I'm sorry. Oh, so, you just got to use We definitely got to recap Extreme Rules. Yeah, no. Because it's going to turn into a Sasha. For, for many of you Sasha fans. <laughs> From me, you think it's going to be a Sasha bashing moment. And it, it won't be. I know I tell the truth. I'm mm-hmm. just, I just was not pleased. Like, it, the whole, line. in a whole, the whole show was a botch. The entire show was a botch. Very weird show. From Ray. For, I think the only one that wasn't a botch was Drew and Ziggler. <laughs> I like that match. And New Day and Cesaro and yeah. Shinsuke. I like that match. Everything else did not flow as it was as it should have flowed. No, and it was also weird. And I definitely want to do a recap that it was like Halloweenish themed in the middle of like the summer, dead in a freaking so heat wave. That was already weird. I was just like, okay, this is what we're doing. But I think looking back at the Attitude Era and everything in that was ridiculous like that like everything had a theme like the pay-per-views had different sets every time like there was something so fresh and exciting about that time every week what what pay-per-view that's no longer out would you want them to bring back Oh, that's a good question. And um, y'all let us know too. What yes. what attitude or pay-per-view do you want them to bring back mm. if they could? 
For some reason, I always liked Unforgiven. It has that whole attitude. I don't know why, but it always has. Um, if Valentine's Day falls on a Sunday, they should do another St. Valentine's, Valentine's Day, Day Massacre. Massacre. I was just thinking that. that was that. such oh, a like, lit. Man. It was and like I think it was one Sunday. Only- yeah, so oh, man. Oh, man. How about you? Um, I want to say No Mercy, but they bring that back every now and again. They do. Um, no Mercy, yeah. What else? What else? Damn, there's so many. Unforgiven, definitely. Um, did you like the In Your Houses? Um, I never really watched them growing up, to okay. be honest. Yeah. I've seen some. Um, some Backlash was one of my favorite ones, too. Oh, Backlash, mm-hmm. yeah, Backlash, was that, definitely those one are of always my favorite good. Ones. I always like those, mm-hmm. and even like we talked about this before, like the classic Survivor Series matches. Like, I miss like the I mean, they still do it, but before it just felt different. Like the teams just. Felt it was different. never. I don't think it was more. It's more invasions now than it yeah. were then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the invasions. Me too. I, I love it. I love it. I can't wait for this year. If you know, if it's properly executed, because if not, just put on the year that Becky got punched in the face for these stinks. <laughs> already, that's already going to be two years ago, which is right. insane. Is that the same year where the Shield was together? Yes, um, it was. Yes. Was yep. that last year? No, I think that was the year the shit was together. Because last year, Survivor Series time, um, Moxley was Moxley. <laughs> it just makes me sad. No, it does. But, um, oh, SummerSlam's about to come up so I can really rewatch that yes. video of me screaming at the yeah. top of my I'm lungs. Literally at the top the of your lungs. I'm excited for SummerSlam. Oh and that's like my second favorite pay per view, oh, right is? next to Survivor Series. Oh, um, if I had a second one, it would be. I think it would be Survivor Series would be my second one because mm-hmm. I like the invasions. I like the setups the weeks beforehand. So if I had so to rank fun. it, five would definitely be. Damn, how many fucking pay per views are there? In the the year? big four is Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble. All right, so let me do it that oh, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. The big four. So I think it would have to be Royal Rumble, Mania, SummerSlam. Survivor Series as it being number one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, lines of you: Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam, WrestleMania. Yeah, and it's no shade to WrestleMania. It's just not my WrestleMania can favorite. run on. It's just long. It's just very long. Yeah, it's like a lot Becky of pressure said, on they, WrestleMania. They went on on Sunday. And they left on Monday. <laughs> she was champion on Monday. She was champion on Monday. <laughs> So looking back on the Attitude Era and the Forgotten Women and everything, and we're going to do a couple more episodes in the Attitude Era series, but what are some other thoughts you have on the Attitude Era, especially because our show is about women now and just looking back on things? Besides the Attitude Era fucked us up. (laughs) (laughs) That's the moral of the story. That's the moral of the story, kids. Tell your parents Attitude Era fucked y'all up, and they are the cause for letting you watch it. Um... No, but I'm glad that those matches happen mm-hmm. so history doesn't repeat itself yeah. to keep it going. And I'm glad that we have people like China and Luna to stand out so that mm-hmm. we can have people like Naya, Tamina, um, Natty, uh, Naomi, mm-hmm. um, Beth Phoenix today. Yeah. So I'm so glad that those matches happen for these women today. I so, agree. Your thoughts? Um, honestly, that kind of sums it up for me because I, I know that 
the attitude era gets a bad rap, but at the same time, you know, women like Terry, you know, she was presented as a, you know, a strong female presence in some of her ring. Like there were signs of that. And I don't want to not give these women their props for going through tables, you know, fighting men, you know, having to strip and all that kind of stuff. Like it, you know, that's not an easy thing to perform and like, looking at Trish Stratus that I like to look at because she was able to come out of the Attitude Era as a sex symbol and really became a wrestler and was mm-hmm. able to build that bridge. And we'll do a Trish Stratus episode, but um, I like I like seeing how far we've come. Like yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say I wish none of this ever happened because again this was our childhood. It was fun shit to watch. It was entertaining as fuck. I just wish you could go back. I really oh my god it just oh, and that's why I love this series six. and the reason we did this series is because you know, this year has been so fucked up and hard that it was like, yo, let's just like look back at like the most fun fun time in wrestling for us in our childhood too. Definitely, definitely. Also, before we go, um, I have to shout out Vernell because he wrote, he writes us every, every time we have an episode, he gives us feedback. Mm-hmm. He tells us what we're wrong in. What, like mm-hmm. he's a real one. He really and is. he had mentioned that we always talk about giving these wrestlers, these legends, their flowers. Oh, yes. And he nice stated message. that he's going to give us ours because be, like, we're doing what we're keeping up. We're doing things that we love mm-hmm. to do and keeping people informed. So for yeah. now, shout out thank to you. you. Shout out to you. We love yeah. you. Thank shout you out for to all our followers. We our, just hit our supporters. We just hit 5,000 Twitter followers and 500 YouTube, YouTube subscribers. subscribers. Like, so thank, thank you guys you so, so much. much. I can't we believe love it. You. And on that note, it's, it's your girl. Really, B? I don't know. Oh, my I God. Was, I was saying it in my head. Like, I was literally going to say Krista B. I was going to say, like, I'm just so used to it. Right. I'm so sorry. Okay. Take two. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's your girl, Krista B. And Queen PR. And we are out. <laughs>